Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Investing Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, your podcast mogul, Phil Better. And today I am very happy to have with me the host of a, as he likes to call it, the B-list celebrity catch-all. He loves getting those B-list celebrities because that's his main niche. It's Classic Conversations with Jeff Dowalski. Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Uh, great to be here. I never said be <laughs> I just maybe I say you get catch all because you get a lot of great celebrities that I don't see on any other podcast. So I feel like you get all of the really good B list celebrities to your podcast. Uh, I get celebrities that you may see at Comic Cons or on TV if you were uh, viewing in the 70s. B list celebrities, that's it. That's the main niche. But Jeff, I know a lot about you because we're friends on Facebook. We follow each other. I, I, I love listening to your podcast. But my audience doesn't know you. So they may not know that you have a podcast. Um, so how about you give us a quick introduction about yourself? Sure, absolutely. Uh, I've always uh, been of a creator mindset. I, I'm really into the web and that's how I kind of built up my original following on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Um, I had one of the very first web development companies in the late 90s and uh, continued to do a lot of cool digital marketing things. The podcast sort of uh, grew from the pandemic and my inability to continue to do stand-up comedy as you know, as all the clubs closed during the pandemic. So a uh, stand-up comedian for 20 years as well. Uh, mostly retired now, full-time podcaster, but uh, <laughs> I, a lot of that background helps me, I think, with, uh, you know, my conversations with the people I have on my show and just being able to kind of uh, navigate those waters. But yeah, in 2020, uh, May 2020, I started podcast and started reaching out to folks that, you know, I didn't know if they'd say yes or no, but you know, like celebrities, people I wanted to talk to, that's really what I wanted to do with my podcast. And started saying yes and then they kept saying yes and then when they saw who else was on it then that made it easier to do uh get other guests and so you know i've i'm past the 250 mark i'm past 250 episodes and so you know pretty proud of that and yeah i mean it's it's cool i've had people back on the show you know i've had you know they request to come back i think that was burt ward was episode 50 and he was like he's robin from t you know batman 66 and and so getting him on my show was cool because i think i was like one of the at least in in the circle you know one of the first to, to get him on on my show and and so that was a big deal for me because i thought that was like that was a big, that was <laughs> you've made it. You, yeah, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have peaked. This is episode 50 and I am rocking. And he was just again on episode 250. But what I thought was cool about that was uh, they called me that time. They, hey, Bert oh. wants to come back on the show. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, I can, I can do that. And so, you know, it was like, Oh, I'm coming up on 250. That that's kind of a nice, that sounds nice. Right. Episode 50 and then 250. That, that sounds kind of cool. There's a, a ring to it in my ears at least. So, you know, we did that and that was a lot of fun and covered new ground, which was hard because the first interview was long, but I wanted to make sure we were covering different Batman stuff. Um, so yeah, so it was cool. You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. I really, really enjoy doing it. I think to 
get past pod fade, you really have to really enjoy what you're doing and the format that you chose and how you do it and all that kind of good stuff. It's a lot of work. And, you know, so kudos to everyone who's, you know, has a podcast and keeps on doing or does anything from a creative point of view. Yeah, it's it, like Podfade isn't unique to just podcasters. We just named it Podfade, but there's fade in all art forms. Yeah, or, uh, like you said, like it just you have to keep going, getting it. You have to go through your. I'm the worst person in the whole world. I can't believe I can do that. I'm doing this, and people listen, and then you start getting a little, you know, ego boost. Like you got Bert Ward at fifty. Like I can do this, and then at two fifty, you get that second ego boost because he requests to come on. Um, yeah, it just it's you have to love those little small wins when you get them because they they keep you going for uh, during those little valleys of self doubt that we all have as creatives. Exactly, exactly. Um, I I want to know what so obviously the pandemic and you not being able to do your stand up uh, was the reason you started your podcast, but what was the how did the idea about having conversations with celebrities come about? Like what, what made you say, you know what, I'm going to try and get these celebrities instead of going the route that everybody else does and just get everyday folks on the podcast. Like what was your, like, how did you know that it was kind of going to work or did you have any idea that it was going to work? You know, in all fairness, I started, I bought all the equipment in 2017. I (laughs) I mentioned like I was going to do, you know, I was in the Twitter and all that kind of stuff with my comedy. I was originally, I had gone viral a lot. I'd been in a lot of publications with my tweets. And so I wanted to really focus something on social media. And because that was a huge part of me as well. And I had, it was going to be called Viral Intentions, which was sort of a play on cruel intentions, but going viral. And, you know, so I basically, you know, I sat on my desk. I had the soundboard, everything. I had intro, outro, art, everything. <laughs> It just never did it, you know, and ended up in a box. And then somewhere I didn't even know where that box ended up. And when the pandemic hit, you know, March 2020, I pull everything out of the box. And I'm like, oh, finally, you know, we're all home now. I got time. I got time. And then I was like, I put everything together and I'm like, oh, it's March 2020. I cannot start a podcast called Viral Intentions, right? You know, with people dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swing, okay. So uh, I was like, crap. So the current version, which started off as the Jeff DeWaskin show and then live from Detroit, the Jeff DeWaskin show, and eventually a little bit ago, a while ago now, became classic conversations once I kind of really understood what I was doing. <laughs> and, you know, it was somebody introduced me to a couple of people. And it was just, I was like, oh, okay. Originally, I was going to do like a 12 minute podcast. And then I think it was Larry Hankin um, uh, that I was talking to. And he's like, 12 minutes? No. And, you know, and that was like an hour and a half, you know? And so I was like, all right, this is good. If people will talk to me, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I remember Bruce Valanche was one of the early ones. And then I reached out to someone else who was an author, Judy Carter. And I was like, hey, I'd love to talk to you. I'm like, you know, I loved your book. It was important to me when I was doing stand up. I'm, I'm reaching out to people that, you know, I, that made a difference in my life. And those are the people I want to talk to. And you're one of them. So, and she said, well, if it's good enough for Bruce Valanche, it's good enough for, yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. I get this now. This is cool. So, you know, it was just a matter of, uh, you know, it was funny. I, I went to a pie, some podcast 
conventions or virtual ones at the time and watch some other people that were doing celebrities and they're like, Hey, you know, this is how we reach out to celebrities. And I'm like, okay. And so I started reaching out to celebrities and, and the funny thing is like later they, that the person that I remember watching, uh, you know, telling me like, um, they taught me is DMing me, asking me quiet. I'm like, I learned, from, I didn't say this. It was in my head. I'm like, I learned from you. <laughs> you know? And you're coming to me. Oh my God. Am I now the teacher? So, um, you know, so, but it was cool. You know, I, I think one of the, if I were to give any advice to podcasters, it was like when I first started the, my logic, my logical thought was that why would I want to group with podcasters? I need people to listen to my show, you know, why they're not, I'm not going to hang out with people and then feel I have to tell them to listen to their show too. It's going to take away from my show. And I realized like that was the complete wrong mentality is that the, the biggest supporters of podcasters are other podcasters and your biggest fans are other people who are doing podcasts, even the ones that, um, are similar to mine and by similar, I mean, maybe they talk to celebrities as well, but we all have interest, different interests and some, you know, sometimes, uh, they'll share a guest with me. I'll share a guest with them, you know, that kind of thing. So it's all fine. You know, it's all great, you know, cause especially when you realize that your friends and family, just have literally no interest <laughs> in your podcast. Like none. It's, it's none. so true. They, they say they support it. Like, yay, they'll like their posts on your Facebook. And then you ask them about the episode. You're like, oh, I'm so behind. And you're like, okay. Yeah. There's a few people, you know, there's always a very, you know, cool exceptions. There's definitely some people that do listen, but you know, it's like, you know, but most don't. And then it's like, I realized that's where I started to learn like, um, you know, people would say, who's the most famous person you interviewed? And I would eventually I realized the answer is, well, it depends on you. I can't answer that. That answer is you'd have to look and tell me who you think the most famous, famous person, person I interviewed is because who I think isn't necessarily who you're going to think. You may not even know the person that I think is the most famous person I talked to. And, you know, like recently, uh, Vernon Reed from Living Color, like that, you know, like, it's interesting, like you post something and like different people come out of the woodwork depending on their connection to a particular person. And then I realized like with my particular podcast with, with celebrities is while I, I believe that you can listen to any episode of mine and you'll enjoy it and hear stories and they're, they're cool and relatable about, you know, how they, you know, overcame whatever they overcame or the one moment that we all kind of share in our lives one way or another, they just became actors, right? That just mm -hmm. was their path. And so I try and make them interesting. I, I like to think that they're interesting. You'll learn and maybe you'll then go listen to something that they did or watch something that they did, you know, but the reality is it's like, they'll go, Oh, in living color, cult of personality, my favorite band from the eighties or whatever, <laughs> you know, like, and then they'll kind of glom onto that one. And then maybe they'll go and they'll go, Oh, I love the Brady bunch. I'll listen to this one, you know, that kind of thing. So, which is fine. You know, that came with time, you know, in the beginning, you only have the episodes you have, but once you have 250 people can go in and cherry pick. And so I'm like, okay. Cause like in my head, honestly, when I started, like I assumed people were going to listen linearly. So I had running jokes. In it. Like if you listen to it, like where, if you kind of followed along, there would be certain things that I always did or certain things that I always did the same, but differently. And like, if you were listening to just one, you wouldn't realize that. But if you were listening 
to them all the way straight through. And you're like, oh wait, why is he calling the he calls the announcer a different name every episode? You know what I mean? And it was like, you know, so the, to me that was like a little Easter egg, like the name that I call had something to do with my guests that would only really mean anything to me, but that's why I did it, you know? And so little things, and then I realized, oh, nobody, <laughs> nobody does that. And, um, and nor do I want people to go back to those early episodes. <laughs> yeah. The, the earlier the episodes, the, the worst I feel like, uh, like we're both in the same category. We've done over 200 episodes where these like old hats to us. But when we look back at our, earlier episodes like the first hundred episodes i i cringe at those do you feel the same way like your first hundred episodes or your first set of episodes you're it's cringeworthy quote unquote yeah i always make the joke if you listen to my podcast backwards i get worse <laughs> you know and so you know like early on you know, there's something like in comedy where people go on stage and they can bomb and they think they did great because we call it laugh ears because they think they heard what they, they heard what they wanted to hear. And, and when I went back and I don't listen to my own shows again, I mean, I listen to them when I edit it, I put it together I make sure yeah. everything's right. But once it's live, I'm done. And like, if my wife's listening in the other room, I'm like, please put on headphones. I don't, I don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? It's like, Cause then you're going to be critical of yourself and you'll be like, Oh, why did I say this? Or why did I, yeah, yeah no, exactly. I and like I edit different now than maybe I did back then, you know? And so I remember when I switched to, um, when I switched platforms once, so I had to go back and put in like ad markers. So I was listening to that first episode and all of a sudden I'm talking and all of a sudden, <gasps> and then I'm talking, and I'm, you know, you're like, and I, and I, I, my, can't stand those deep breath sounds. It's like, ah, oh, they drive me nuts, especially like when, you know, people listen at one and a half, two speed, and then that just sounds even worse. And, and so it drives me nuts. And so I went, I went back and edited some of those early episodes <laughs> and I didn't, I realized at some point, um, you know, enough was enough, but it's little things like that, that I little kind of editing ticks that I didn't pick up on or do till later or tricks that I learned later to help do stuff. So, you know, early ones, I didn't even have multi-track. <laughs> I didn't know what that was yet. And so, you know, once I learned that, then, you know, it's a game changer and you know what I mean by you on one track, someone else. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, once I did that, then you know, the way, the more you learn, the more you kind of change the approach to how you're doing it. And, you know, and so when you go back, it was fine at the time, at the moment it was fine. But I remember like listening to the first episode and the way I thought I sounded in my head was not the way I sound now. Like now I honestly believe I sound as, as comfortable as I'm doing it. But back then in my head I did, but I, Hey, welcome to the Jeff Dewaskin show. Yeah. But in my head, it was like, welcome to the Jeff Dewaskin show. How are you? You know, but it was like, <laughs> that's not how you're, like, you're very meek yeah. in your head. You're, you look like a lion, but in reality, you're just this yeah, little mouse. I thought though, I thought I was pushing it, but I, you know, I wasn't. And then people would be like, I yelled at the, some of those early folks. I'm like, what were you, what are you doing? You said it was awesome. You said it was great. And I was like, it was at the time it was perfect. And I'm like, well, this is just, I can't even listen to this. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the worst shit that's ever been out. Why did someone del- put this out there? Um, and like one of the things I do when I talk with podcasters who are first starting out, I'm like, your first episode is going to be your best episode, but also your worst episode. Because it's your first episode, so you feel so proud of it. It's going to be like, yay. But when you go back and listen to it, you're going to be like, this is the worst piece of shit that I've ever created. But it's also the best because it's, it's, it's what sparked where you are today. Like I, I I can say that my, uh, my interviewing skills have skyrocketed. If I look back at the first episode I ever did to today, uh, it's much more fluid. And I thought I was a good interviewer beforehand and, you, after interviewing 258 celebrities, um, I want to know, what is your secret when you're interviewing someone, either in the prep, during the interview, the post-interview, any one of, uh, anywhere you want to put in a tip for our podcasters who do interviews? Um, the, the biggest macro tip I can say is just let your guests talk. There's a tendency to want to make it seem like you're having this inter- weird conversation. Like uh, you go, uh-huh. Oh, really? Well, tell me more about that. You know, you know like where you're, you're constantly interrupting just because you feel like you need to get your voice out there. And I, f- I feel like you ask the question, let them just answer it. You know what I mean? Jot down if you have a response. You know what I mean? You can go back. You don't have to do it real time. You can ask them about something they said a minute ago when they're done telling you the story. By interrupting them, you know how like when you're at a party and you're having like the greatest conversation ever, you're like, you're this drive, it's just like the great, and you're like, and then somebody goes, oh, let's go sit on the couch. And you go sit on the couch and the conversation's over. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it was like, because you you just, you changed the whole vibe. You You just broke that flow. That's what you do when you interrupt people, when you talk. They may have been about to tell you the greatest story, but if you interrupt them to go, uh-huh, yeah, what was she like? Like, and he, she, he was just about to tell this other story. You cut it off and it's not coming back because possibly they'll probably just forget because you get them into a nice flow. And the, honestly, the more people feel like you're listening to them, the more they'll talk. And so you got to just let them go. Now, I will admit that this skill came from the fact that from technology wise, I had to not interrupt them because it would blow out their speaker when they were talking, you know, when people do two people, it would duck. Right. And so, um, because a lot of times the people I talk to don't have microphones and they don't have headphones. So I have to be careful. And a lot of times I'll tell them up front, if I don't immediately laugh at something you say, if I do it in turn, it's because I don't want to blow out the sound and then I can't use it. Right. I can always fix it later. And so that though made me not talk. And then they got they and I realized, oh, by not talking, they tell me more. <laughs> right. And so that was sort of like the one thing. And then, you know, you you pro you gotta push it and then, you know, you just kinda prod it. You then you kinda just you ask follow up questions. You can take it where you want it to go, that kind of thing. But um, it's not about not talking, it's just don't interrupt them. Let them get everything out that they need to get out. I fully agree. And I, 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 my main thing is like when I go on a, like when I'm a host, 
the guest is the main person. Their voice should be at least 75% of the, the recording should be their voice. So I love that you said that. Just, just shut up. Ask the question, shut up, not along, instead of saying, yeah, huh, mm-hmm. And that's going to help a lot more because it's going to be encouraging. Like when someone nods, people agree. And like, okay, they're, they're liking what I'm saying. I can see this visual cue instead of the audio cue that we normally have. Um, I think that's a great tip. And I also would like to add silence, like just silence after an answer, maybe like five seconds, usually gets them to just spill a bit more and go on for another uh, another stream of thought so that you can be like, I don't have to do more of my work. Right. You, you, um, you get them talking. You know, one mm -hmm. of the things I do if I'm interviewing somebody is I listen to them do interviews. I listen to like... If I'm listening, if I'm interviewing Burt Ward, I'll, I mean, I'd already interviewed him, but the first time I'd go listen to him on someone else's podcast, because I like to know if they're a talker, if they're a short answer person, um, you know, those kind of realities are important going in. Cause if you're expecting them to tell you all these stories and I go, yep, being on Batman was great. And that's it. Like, you know, you got to like be ready to either, you know, draw more out, you know, and be prepared or, you know, or just know that ahead of time. So you can have quick follow up questions to kind of get them to open up more. Hmm. So yeah. I, I, I'm curious on that regard of getting them to talk more like, yes, listening to previous uh, interviews that they do, obviously, to make sure you don't ask the same question, or you can get a nice follow up question to it. That's always something's good helping throw back to another uh, interview they did and help other podcasters. Um, do you usually have a few minutes in the green room beforehand to start kind of like start the conversation so that there's somewhat of a, a, a familiarity with the, the guests or do you just jump straight into the uh, interview? Um, it really depends. Some people, we chat a little bit and I realized I had to be careful because they might think the interview started. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I, you know, I don't, you don't want them to answer questions before you're recording because they won't answer it the same. They'll oh. answer it less the second time, you know? Uh, because they had just said it, you know, there's just a natural tendency to do that. So you don't want to use up that organic response, you know, pre, I mean, I will chatter, you know, if I, Hey, you know, oh, I love you. And then, you know, talk, maybe talk about something that isn't necessarily that I'll say, well, I'm going to, when I start, I'll do an intro and then we'll get going. I'm not recording yet. Is there anything you don't want me to ask? No, okay. Anything you don't want to talk about? You know, I've only had ever one person really specifically say, don't talk about this. Um, but I asked that just out of courtesy. I say, and I say, Hey, if you cough, just take a pause. I can delete it. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Or, you know, just give you, them the overview. Yeah, you want to, you know, I do that. So it depends. I mean, I've had people that were done and they go, thanks. Bye. And then I've had people I talk to, I, I turn off the camera or I turn off the recorder and we talk for 20 more minutes. We just talk, you know what I mean? So it's all different. It just depends on who they are, what they got going on and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you just obviously the more you kind of connect with them a little bit, even up front, as long as they know you're they're in a safe space. That's really, I think, what anybody wants to know. They're just in a safe space. And then, you know, they'll, they'll talk from there. So. 
I love that. I love that. Also, another piece of great advice, give them that safe space. Let them know that, hey, this is for you to support you. And I want to make sure that you're the star here, not about me. Um, out of all the guests that you've had, and I know you've mentioned Burt Ward a few times being you were surprised that like Burt was on your podcast because he was one of the first you were one of his first podcast uh appearances and then he came back and the request. Well, he's been on a lot. I yeah. just mean like I hadn't he wasn't like I didn't I, I didn't see him actively making the rounds when I had yeah. him that's that's what that's what I mean. Like nowadays he's a he's a he's a old hat at this game. Um okay. I'm wondering. Um, who, who is one of the celebrities that you've gone on your podcast that you were like, wow, like it was a, like a kind of like not a dream guest, but one that you were like, oh, this was kind of like a hail mary. Like I wasn't sure that this person was going to say yes. <laughs> um, you know, they're all hail marys. <laughs> the, uh, I mean, so many no's, but uh, I loved like being able to talk to Sharon Glass. Cagney, Cagney and Lacey, uh, Ed Asner. That was a Hail Mary, I think. Um, you know, it, I had been connected on Twitter, but I really love talking to Cato Kalin from the OJ Simpson trial. Um, Robert Klein, comedian Robert Klein. That was interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, everyone's like, you know, you, you reach out to like a bunch of people if I reach out to 10 and one of them kind of says yes, then I'm like, Whoo. you know what I mean? So it's like awesome. You know, Will Wheaton, um, you know, took forever. Then he wrote a book and, you know, he was on my podcast. He was on a lot of podcasts at that point. But um, but um, that was cool. And then, I mean, I have some guests that I wish I'd known more when I had them on. Like I had John Glazer on. He was uh, Councilman Jeremy Jam on Parks and Rec, but I had never seen Parks and Rec. Ooh. And so um, I didn't really get to dive into that part of his career with him. And then after we watched all of Parks and Rec, I'm like, oh, God, that would, uh, that was, but I didn't, but then I did reach out to Jim O'Hare, who played Jerry, Gary, Terry, you know, and, and he came on the show. So I was able to kind of deep dive and, and go geeky on Parks and Rec with him. And so that was cool. You know, like I love the Orville. They reached out to a bunch of them and I got three of them on my show. You know, th that's probably the most recent, you know, like, you know, in terms of a show I had people on, I had, and I was able to get uh, three people from that show. Timmy from Lassie, you know, <laughs> what? Timmy's in the well? That guy. <laughs> that guy. Who's always in the well. Right. Which funny thing you learn is that actually Timmy was never in a well on, on Lassie. He never was actually in a well. It was just, that's just a phrase. Nicholas Hammond, who played Spider-Man in the seventies, when uh, they were doing the new Spider-Man No Way Home, where they were all in it. And so they, Hollywood Reporter interviewed him. And then I said, you know, about, oh, do you think, you know, ever, you know, with now that there's multiverse, you know, that they'll bring you in. And I noticed that every uh, publication that was running the same article was just rerunning the Hollywood Reporter article. And, you know, as a source. And so I'm like, eh. so I reached out to him direct and I'm like, and then he, yeah, they're like, yeah, he'll come on your show. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he was in the sound of music too. He was one of the Von Trump kids. Von oh. Trump kids. And, um, and so, uh, that was cool. And, you know, everyone's like, you know, everyone I talked to is like one little, at least one 
if not more than one, really cool pop culture thing that I glob onto that that I really love. You know, I've I've been introduced to a lot of people. People like to then introduce me to people That's that great. I may not have had on the show. But then I, 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 and then I get to discover those people, and so that's cool as well. You know, just being able to, oh, this guy was a showrunner for Night Court. You know, the original Night Court. Oh, that's cool. And SCTV and Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Sure, why not? Okay, that's good to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to meet this person at all. Yeah. Um, well, it's just you know, there's so many people that you don't necessarily like. I, I had I had Al Jean on my show, and uh, he's the executive producer of The Simpsons for like 30 years now um and he grew up in the same town that i grew up in farmington hills michigan and and so they had um in that area was jeans hardware so his family owned a small hardware store and that's where we would go on the weekends that's where my dad bought all his stuff is jeans hardware so when i would watch the simpsons i'd always go l jean jeans hardware you know what i mean so when I reached out to him, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm from the same, we grew up in the same city and I would spend weekends going, you know, to Gene's Hardware. Now, when I say I reached out, I reached out to like his manager or publicist yeah. or something. Uh, but I got an email back from him. This, I mean, you, and he's like, uh, I will, I'm happy to talk to any past customer of Gene's Hardware. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I know. But, and I tell you, he had to reschedule a couple of times and like he did, he did it because I got to, and like he would follow up with me. Hey, how's this? And I'm thinking to myself, this is, this guy's running the biggest show ever. And for 30 years and he doesn't, and like he's doing, and like, what a cool guy, you know, it's not always, usually you deal with the publicist and I mm-hmm. never even have the contact information of the people I talk to. We, we meet on the, the Zoom you know, call, the, 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 the software and then that's it, you know? And so um so it's it's always fun when they go hey my manager sent me your info you know love to be on your show you know so that's cool so that's fun so who is maybe in your dream 100 a guest that you 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 want to have on your podcast and you'll not say that you've made it but you'll be like if i retire after this guest i'll be happy um a reality with henry winkler would be my one. I mean, I've been re- rejected four times, but, <laughs> hey, but, but I it's ask. always no, if you don't, if you don't ask, right. So right, if you keep so, asking, um, he would be the coolest person. I've met him twice, like, uh, at an event and at a comic con nicest guy in the world, but I would love to interview him. Um, you know, and then, uh, Steven Spielberg would be cool. Obviously, and then, or obviously for me, <laughs> <laughs> I think just interviewing yeah, Steven Spielberg, yeah. period, would be a would be an honor for most podcasters. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, there's a lot of a lot of people. I just I've enjoyed pretty much everyone that I've met, and you know, some people we connect and then we stay on social media, you know, and then some it's like um, John Billings, you know, he's a bass player for the Monkees, one of my other guests. Um, introduced me you know we clicked and we just had a really good time you know ted neely was jesus and jesus christ superstar uh haven't talked to him since the interview but during the interview it was when it clicked you know you talk about like clicking you know what i mean like, yeah and like we had a really good time and i was i've had people like comment to me that listen to that episode and they go i loved how you made ted laugh he never laughed you know what i mean i was like okay. <laughs> cool um 
But yeah, I mean, I, I think people appreciate to come on my show how much research I put in to, you know, getting to understand them and their careers. And, you know, it's not uncommon. You'll hear that at the end of the interview where they'll say something. And sometimes they say it after I turn the thing off. But, um, yeah, but that's always a, a big win for me to be acknowledged like that. Because I think they show up. You can listen to a lot of, I mentioned I listen to other podcasts. And, and so, you know, sometimes you can tell that, like, the person just wasn't prepared or, like, wasn't. Yeah, didn't really know who they were talking to and on any level. You know what I mean? You can't know someone's full thing. history. Some people have done a hundred things, you know, but you should be able to focus in on a few of them. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so I don't know. That's that's the other trick. I mean, we talked about listening earlier, but the other trick is if they know that you know who they are, they'll open up as well. I mean, that goes for anyone, not just a celebrity. If um if someone says, oh, I'm a fan, I listen to your thing, I read your thing. You know, if you make someone feel that good, they're going to share more immediately. So, you know, taking the time to get to know your guests. I put a lot of time into the prep for my guests, a lot. On average, how 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 many uh, hours or days do you put into prep for, your, uh, for an episode? Uh, if they wrote a book, I'll read the book. So however long that takes, but I'll generally try and push those off at least a month. So I have time just to kind of work it in. I've made the mistake of having to read multiple books at the same time. Um, but I, you know, I read the book, I take notes. I'll, you know, depending on who it is, uh, you know, I'll definitely rewatch things that they were in, especially if, you know, like I interviewed Gail and Hurd, and she was the executive producer with James. She was married to James Cameron at one point. They did Terminator together, Terminator 2. She did. She's executive producer of The Walking Dead and that whole franchise, every franchise there, and Aliens and all the early Cameron stuff. And yeah, you know, so far I rewatched Aliens. I rewatched, um, you know, Terminator One and Two. You know, because you, you want your memory of things is different than of than if you just watched it, and you can, you know, you forget certain themes or things that happened or. You, know, you can specifically talk about something that maybe they won't remember, but, uh, but a lot of times they do a lot of times they do. So that's, uh, so it depends, you know, that's prep, but I also enjoy watching. Those movies, so it's like, it's not the, it's not the worst homework in the world. You know, if they were on certain shows, I'll dig up that scene and I'll watch that scene. You know, if they were on curb. I'll watch it, you know, something like that. Uh, you know, so you can talk specifically about it beyond just like, Oh, you were in the Brady bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Going in like, okay, you were on this episode. This was the theme. What was it like on this set? You can go into a more uh, detailed analysis and get really like things that most, not surface level, you're going to iceberg level at that regard when you start dropping it into those type of uh, research roles. Yeah, well, it's, and it's, again, it's things that I am interested in and I love. So, you know, it's like you watch and you pick up on th certain things and, you know, then you can talk about those things. And then, you know, maybe that reminds them of something else from another show or something that they did. Or, oh, I also worked with that person on this and we did that. You know, so, you know, the, the key is just to kind of start, you know, digging, digging and uh, like connecting some dots. You know, oh, you did this with this person. You also did this with them, you know, that kind of thing or, yeah, little things like that. So.
I love it. Um, Jeff, we are coming up to the end of the episode, which I hate because uh, I hate ending episodes, especially with great podcasters who have like probably like a billion stories about different celebrities or different guests that they've had on that just share amazing stories. Cause I'm pretty sure you, you're, you're the life of the party. Like, obviously you're a comedian, you already know how to story tell, but then you can just talk about the stories that you heard from celebrities at parties. You're probably the life of the party, uh, even more when you go out. No one wants to hear my stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> Jeff, tell me about the time you interviewed Bert Ward. Well, I, I have to ask, cause I'm a huge Bill and Ted and this is, this is strictly for me. I'm a huge Bill and Ted fan. Um, you recently had Alex Winter on your podcast. What was it like interviewing one of the Wild Stallions? Really cool. And, <laughs> I, you know, that was, it's interesting. If you watch my, if you listen to my podcast, I generally don't do um, press junkets. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, two reasons. One, uh, I enjoy longer interviews. And two, which might be the more important one, is I've never really been invited to one. <laughs> Um, I'm so, pretty sure you won't going to, you're not going to say no, if you're invited to one. Well, you know, it's just, I'm not into three minute interviews. Mm. Like you you know, like I'm not going to read a book to talk to someone. I'm not going to watch five hours of a TV show to talk to someone for three minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm not that interested in throwing a name out to you to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, it's part of what I get out of it is, you know, is that time together, you know? Yeah. So, but with Alex winter, you know, the opportunity came up and, you know, so I got to spend 20 minutes with him and I wasn't going to pass that up, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, plus I really loved his movie, you know, so I get to watch the movie. They sent me a screener so I can watch it and, and it was really cool and, I, and important. So it was like, you know, sometimes those things are, that kind of trumps the other stuff, you know, in terms of, that, I also like longer interviews because I need you know, time to warm up. I need to fill in my, I need to you know, put spots for my ads. We'll get the money here, folks. He needs the, the ad time. <laughs> like he has to have a 30 minute episode minimum. Uh, uh, kind of, but the, um, so, but yeah, but I mean, he was super cool and he was one of those where when I posted it, it was like, uh, it got a lot of reaction, a lot of reaction and as well it should have because he is, He's super cool. He's a great director too. That's the interesting thing about when you talk to a lot of these folks, is we all know them as you know one thing, Bill, you know Bill Esquire, as uh, Bill Esquire, but um, at Bill S. Preston Esquire, but they, he is like a, an amazing documentary director, and so he's done a lot of cool stuff. And a lot of these people have done a lot of cool stuff since you know being the pop culture icons that we know them to be. So it's good. It's cool learning about those things and sharing those things as well. I love that. All right, Jeff, I'm going to jump off the stage here. I'm going to let you have the screen for a bit. I want you to tell everybody where they can find classic conversations and all your stuff for your stand up and everything else you do and the crazy stuff that you have in the world, sir. So the floor is yours. Oh, hey, what's up? Hey, um, you can go to classic dash conversations, or you can go to jeffisfunny.com. It'll redirect. They all go to the same place. That's sort of my website, but you can find classic conversations on Apple, Spotify, anywhere, really. I'm where all your podcasts are. Wherever you're listening to this, I'm sure you can find classic conversations as well. So tons of great um, episodes to choose from, and hopefully you'll listen to all of them. 
You can, if you do it on two speed, you can be done in like six days. If you, if you're hardcore, go through it in six days at two speed, you can get right through it. So that's my challenge to you. And <laughs> I don't know how long he's keeping me here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for you to finish. I was kind of like seeing the, the, the secret there, the silent secret. Um, no, Jeff, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, talking with us about some of the crazy guests, that, the amazing, not crazy, the amazing guests that you've had on and the experiences you've been able to do from your podcast. I, I love it. And I'm looking forward to hearing more about See, I, I just love seeing when you pop up. Hey, did you know I have a podcast? I love that promotion that you do for your podcast. Um, so thank you so much, sir, for being on the show. Thank you, Phil. Thanks for having me. Everybody to my audience, make sure you check out the show notes down below because that's where you can find all the links to Jeff's podcast, his social media, everything there. I want to thank you very much for listening. Jeff, again, thank you for coming on the show. And remember always to invest in yourself. Uh -huh.